1: It's time for the Chiefs Kingdom Show, live with the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, and Chiefs head coach, Andy Reid. It's presented by Bad Boy Moores, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy Country, Mo with an attitude. And by Hy-Vee. The world's best tailgating begins at Hy-Vee, proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football. Hey,
2: this is Chiefs Radio Network sideline reporter and host of Fesco in the Morning, Josh Klingler. If you want to hear more from the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch Holtis, tune in with us every Friday morning at 730 and every Monday at 4 o'clock on The Drive. The Drive also exclusively talks to Patrick Mahomes each and every Monday at 310. On your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Now, let's get you into the Chiefs Kingdom show, presented by the Kansas Lottery. Dream bigger.
1: Here is the voice of the Chiefs, Mitch
3: Holtis. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, Chiefs Kingdom. Love it. Keep it going. It's a jam packed house tonight. It's on, everybody. At 64th Street, we're at the 64th Street Wahlburgers inside the High uh, v one of the coolest Hy-Vs in the entire Chiefs Kingdom. If you're on the way to or from the airport, just take the 64th Street exit. We're just west of I-29, and we've got an awesome show for you tonight in front of a sold out crowd here at Wahlburgers. This just in, we have breaking news in the National Football League. Chiefs 31, Raiders 17. (laughs) Hey, when you trail by 14 and you win by 14, that is huge. The Chiefs are now 40-6 and against the AFC West since the beginning of 2016. And for Patrick Mahomes, bouncing back is his deal. 17-3 17-3 and after losing a game. That's the best in National Football League history uh, with a certain amount of games to qualify. Here's the other big one with Patrick. When trailing by double digits, Patrick now is 15-11, and trailing in a game by double digits. And of course, we've won two Super Bowls when we trailed by double digits. No other quarterback in National Football League history. Tom Brady, Joe Montana, I don't know, Sid Luckman, Uh, Anybody, nobody else is above 500 in that stat. Patrick has won 15 times in 26 attempts. That is huge. Also, another big note in this game against the Raiders, Travis Kelsey goes over 11,000 receiving yards. So awesome. And he did it in 154 games, an all-time National Football League record. He beat the previous record by 37 games and you might know who had the record. Tony Gonzalez, uh, who's in the Chiefs Hall of Fame and of course in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. So Kels to get that done, that is huge. All right, the defense and Brian Cook will be here later tonight. Chief safety number six. We got Drew here. We got Andrew here. Uh, We got everybody here, we got loads of uh, security just to make it fun tonight. When you get a defense, okay, it's 14 to nothing, right? Josh Jacobs goes for 63 yards, you're going, wait a minute. We're the number one defense in the NFL and points allowed. Then you're thinking, hmm, but then we hold them to three more points the rest of the game. 15 straight games under 24 points for this defense. That's the way to put the hammer down, baby. You have got it. Great crowd here tonight. The geeks are here. <laughs> Around the horn. Weird wife, weird wolf, poofhead head geek. Uh, Snowstorm Sandy, Cindy Lou, <laughs> caveman Bob and the birthday boy himself, Kent the cake packer, autograph geek tonight. The red coaters are here. The hard hats are here awesome group and we've got people and paul is here hey paul and her uh cast of thousands are here also we have got people joining us electronically right there on facetime from phoenix arizona as they normally do but a special group a special duo here tonight a special couple that i want to introduce because he is really one of the top bass players in the entire united states i always say the chief's kingdom shows like a laker game you never know she hasn't shown up yet no She hasn't been here, but could season still got a long way to go, right? She might just pop in here at any time. That'll really freak out the our our security guys, Ryan. But one of the top bass players in the United States is here tonight. And he just happens to be my nephew. Aaron is here tonight from New York City slash Brooklyn, New York. And his wife, Monica, who's one of the top jazz vocalists in America. They just happen to be here tonight. All right, there they are. Seriously, they're they're incredible uh, musicians, and they went to Berklee School of Music in Boston. That's where they met, and they're just terrific uh, performers. And tonight they're going to head up after the show and they're going to head to the Blue Room, right? Where would you go for jazz at 18th and Vine? An Awesome place to go, especially when it's jam night. And they, they, uh, all kinds of musicians, musicians just show up and uh, let it uh, let her fly. But they're here tonight, so it's great to have Aaron and Monica here and that kind of talent just setting among us tonight in the Chiefs' Kingdom show. A reminder, score big savings with Hy-Vee and the Chiefs. Big points mean even bigger savings. Good to say this because the day after a game, and I see a lot of you shopping after the show, the Chiefs scored 31 points. You save 31 cents a gallon with any $31 purchase. The more you score, the more you, the more we score, the more you save. That is huge. Again, and the biggest thing to say before we go to break, to win yesterday over the Raiders, Andy Reid became the winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history. As he passed... Hank Stram, the mentor. Uh, And I said on the air from, hey, matriculate the ball down the field, boys, to time's yours. The baton gets passed from the mentor, Hank Stram, who gives it to Big Red Andy Reid, who becomes the first head coach in National Football League history to be the winningest coach for two separate franchises, the Eagles and the Chiefs. We're going to have some fun here with Andy in just a little bit. Also, the fact that Andy started his NFL career with the Green Bay Packers makes this week kind of fun. So get red, get real, and get rowdy, everybody. Brian Cook is on his way, and we will get your picture taken with him. We'll hear from head coach Andy Reid after this on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtus and the Kingdom Show, presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Richie James comes in motion. Tight slot to the left side. They're going to give it to Pacheco. And he slams into the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. Pacheco would not be denied. No would Creed Humphrey, who got his backhoe out and just dug a hole for Pacheco. And the Chiefs are on the scoreboard. Welcome back, everyone, to the High V on 64th Street. Come join us, either on your way to or from the airport. We're uh, just west of I-29. As we get ready for the Packers, and uh, also we'll have Brian Cook later in the show, the outstanding second-year safety fund to have BC with us tonight. But right now, let's talk to the winningest head coach in Kansas City Chiefs history, Andy Reid. And let's start with that. I'm not going to let the moment pass, but I said on the air, uh, we went from matriculate the ball down the field to times yours. You pass up the mentor, uh, Hank Stram, to be the winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history. Congratulations.
4: No, I appreciate that. I mean, I I said this to you before, but it just uh, to even be mentioned in in his name uh, is an honor. Um, he was a great, great head football coach. And I, I used to love watching the Chiefs when he was the, the head coach, big Mike Garrett fan. And so um, <laughs> that, uh, you know, to even be mentioned with, with him is, is an honor. You and I are kind of from the same ilk here
3: how good were those old afl games it would have been three o'clock my time i think one o'clock your time to see those games at hank stram and and mike
4: garrett and all those guys yeah yeah bobby bell i mean i i i knew the whole team because of mike garrett i was a big mike garrett fan he was an la kid he goes to sc wins the heisman trophy right there uh close to where i grew up and and uh then he comes to the Chiefs, so now I, I'm watching the Chiefs games and, I, you know, I, I know all those guys, Curly Culp's and all these guys. I'm, I'm just going, this is a this is a great team. Great head coach, great team.
3: Yeah, awesome. 65 toss power trap with Mike Garrett, one of the biggest plays in franchise NFL pro football history. Uh, I also want to ask you, too, going to Green Bay this week's kind of fun. They gave you your shot. I always wondered, like, you're at Mizzou. You guys had an awesome staff at Mizzou with Coach Stoll. But then Green Bay gave you your shot.
4: Yeah, Mike Holmgren uh, did, and uh, I'll always, you know, uh, remember that for sure. I've always said that he—he's the best head coach I've ever been around. I mean, unbelievable um, at, at this level. Um, I was around a, the best the college level in Lavelle Edwards, and then that, and uh, even in junior college and high school, I had these great coaches, but. Mike Holmgren gave me the shot. Ron Wolf. I mean, these are Mike Holmgren should be in the Hall of Fame and Ron Wolf is in the Hall of Fame. But I mean, who who would ever thought you'd have that opportunity? And so, uh, yeah, no, that was a a great way to start in a great city uh, that's passionate about football, very much like uh, Kansas City. And a great staff.
3: That might be one of the better staffs ever assembled in pro football history, wasn't it?
4: yeah uh, uh, Mike Holmgren did a great job of putting everybody together. Uh, seven seven or eight different head coaches came out of that, that staff. Um, it, it was uh, and we all got along good. I mean it was uh, it, it, we still did. It, it's a, it's a great relationship that we all have.
3: Let's jump into this game. Uh, yesterday afternoon, and I'm going to be a little different here. I'm going to start with the first drive of the third quarter because I know for five weeks that had kind of been a, a rough spot or challenge. Man, what a thing of beauty to use your term. How good was that to take a 14-14 game to 21-14 and have that drive be so good and go down the field and get it in there?
4: Yeah, listen, it, it was great. I mean, from a coaching standpoint, between uh, Matt Nagy, Joe Blaymire, and Andy Heck, um, they, they put together some things to start that second half that I thought were, uh, really, it was good stuff. And then the players, they were tired of hearing it and, uh, they they were bound and determined to get that, get it done. And, and they did. And so, um, it's a tribute to the whole group, uh, for, for their mindset. And then, for our defense just to put the hammer down, uh, there. And the second half was, was also a thing of beauty.
3: And it seemed like the O line kind of had a little purpose right in there too. How about those guys yesterday?
4: Yeah, they did. Well, they, they, uh, they came with a, with a good mindset. Um, even when we, we were struggling to move the ball there, they, they had a good mindset going and, and, um, we were able to work, work our way through that, the. Uh, you know, first couple of series of the game. And by the time we got to that second half, they were, they were revved up and ready to go.
3: I got to go to Rashi Rice here. Your thoughts on his game. Uh, he had the big third down catch on that or on the 19 yard or on that drive on a side adjustment. It looked like, and then his third down catch. And of course his touchdown, just how much did he jump up yesterday?
4: Yeah. I thought Rasheed did a nice job. He's been getting better every week on this thing, Mitch. And, uh, more familiar with it, he's got a good relationship with Pat. Pat trusts him, and you got a chance to see that, um, you know, live there. So it was, uh, uh, and he'll keep getting better. That's how this thing, that's how it goes. Uh, uh, the, the, you know, it's a, he's a nice compliment there to Kels, and they they work well together and off of each other.
3: And how big was it to get Kels going uh, at fourteen nil? Mm-hmm you got him going on that next drive.
4: Yeah, yeah, um well, you know, Kels is the best ever and um he he uh, it, it was just a matter of time till we till they got the ball and uh now they, they they doubled him every third down, so they I mean, they uh they they pay a lot of attention to Kels and uh, as most teams do. So um but it was good to get them get him going for sure.
3: Flip over to the defensive side here, just their ability to turn the game, and how challenging or difficult that is to do at football at any level or sports at any level, to take a punch in the first or second rounds and come back and, and knock a fighter out. Uh, how good was his defense in flipping the game?
4: Yeah, well, you saw that Spags uh, kept the Spags and the coaches. I mean, kept the guys together. You saw Dave Merritt on the sideline, like uh, getting the secondary right, and um, and we were just we were just off a tick on both sides of the ball. And uh, but the coaches kept together, and then most of all the players did did the same. They didn't get down on themselves, and they they just figured it out. I mean, I heard uh, Reed one time say, "Listen, I, I I goofed on that, I I got it now. I got it right. Let's go." You know, and so uh, that kind of attitude. It's so important. You saw Chris Jones and, and how he kept the group together. Just he was always out there talking and, and keeping the guys going there. And, um, you know, no, nobody, nobody uh, hung their head, which I was proud of. And uh, that's a tough thing. It's a tough thing to come off a, a, a big loss against a real good football team and the Eagles um, when you're just right there. And then you you add Thanksgiving into the mix of that a little different week short week Monday night all that bit, I mean you can make a lot of excuses and the guys, they they kind of powered through that and I thought that was important.
3: And how, I mean it's obvious to shut down Devontae Adams to no catches in the second half after having five for seventy three in the first, but just the defense's ability to shut him out in the second half that's
4: hard to do. Yeah, Legereus, Listen, he got Legereus a couple of times in, in the first half, and then he just bared down on that thing and uh, and did a nice job. I mean, our secondaries, uh, these young kids have grown up right in front of us, and uh, they're doing such a nice job. Uh, Legarius Sneed, Now uh, you, you look at him, and uh, every week he takes the best player, every week, and that's a that's a tough challenge mentally and physically. Uh, but that's what he does, and he wants it. And so uh, you start talking about the best corners in the league, and he better be in the conversation right there.
3: And it's line nine tackles. I'm ask these, not just the corners of safety, we're going to have Brian Cook here on a little bit, the fact that they're such good tacklers, or they play physically, and yet it doesn't, I mean, it's not forfeiting their coverage skills. What about these DBs playing physical?
4: Yeah, well, Justin, Reed I mentioned, uh, for what he said, but he, I mean, he had some ferocious hits in there on people, but the the whole group uh, does that. I mean, the guy you have coming in there now, uh, you know, I joke with him, but he is the cookie monster back there. He gets after him (laughs) and, and, uh, he's going to, he's going to hit you. And, um, he's not afraid to do that. And you go all the way. We have corners, uh, McDuffie. I mean, McDuffie is not the biggest guy in the world, but McDuffie will challenge anybody. So um, these guys are they're, they're a tough group. And we have, look the uh, you're only as good as this next game. So they've got the they've got the Green Bay Packers next, and, and they they've got a good a good group. They're hot right now offensively. So um, you know that that's another big challenge for, for us.
3: And I want to ask you too, as a follow-up here, though the DBs, when you ask them to blitz, like McDuffie's got two sacks and Sneed's a great like slot blitzer, but they seem to have the acumen to to rush the quarterback like a pass rusher, target point, the right you know tenacity instead of being like a, you'll see some DBs going like a puppy during pump, uh, potty training or something. What about their ability to uh, be disciplined and yet forceful when you send them after a quarterback?
4: Yeah, they're not afraid to do that. They like that, <clears throat> and and Spags likes to dial them up, and so that's a that's a good combination when you have a coach that's willing to call them and uh, you know players that are willing to go 100 miles an hour to do it, get the job done. That's a uh, that's a positive thing normally, and so uh, those guys they they want to be a part of that.
3: One other thing I want to ask you about is having. Two guys back on kick returners. I just I love the way we coach. Uh, you sent two guys back in this game, different. You don't see it very often, but it seemed to be effective in at least maybe getting the Raiders off what they wanted to do in their kickoff coverage teams.
4: Yeah, Dave had a great scheme for him. I mean, that was, <clears throat> that was all scheme. You saw the return. Um, he had it. I don't want to give away all the secrets, but he had there was a plan there for that. There, you saw the fair catch on the other side. You saw the uh, return on the other, the the opposite side, on the right side. So, um, but he had a plan for that, and and the guys executed it, executed it well, and um, you know that's a that's a tribute to him and and the guys believing in uh, the scheme and then going and executing.
3: And one final question before we let you go. And that's just going back to where you started in the NFL, is going back to Lambeau Field this week and the privilege of that and playing these guys. You mentioned they're hot, man. They obliterated the Lions on Thanksgiving. That was interesting.
4: Yeah, no, they did. They're they're playing well both sides of the ball, offensively, defensively. Listen, their head coach is a good good coach, and their their coaching staff is strong. So <clears throat> they've got a good a good thing up there they they always do it's a well-run organization and so um uh, i'm just, uh, i'm just a beneficiary of that that i had an opportunity to work for them and and the kansas city chiefs and the philadelphia eagles three great organizations so it should be a heck of a game i mean we're talking about sunday night and uh you know uh, it should be exciting it's always Excited to play in Lambeau, and I know our guys will be firing up their work real hard this week uh, uh, on their preparation to get ready to play a good football team.
3: Well, congratulations once again on the landmark of being the winningest coach in Kansas City Chiefs history. I think I represent the whole kingdom here in saying thanks for coming here. You changed lives. You changed mine. You changed everybody listening. This is the largest network now in the NFL, uh, and everybody can honk their horn or clap for you tonight because congrats and thanks for coming here.
4: Well, I appreciate it, Mitch. Uh, it's also the number one because you, redhead, <laughs> doggone it. You're, you're selling. You're, you sell. You make me look good, doggone it. So that's uh, that's important. But listen, hide all those redheads out there. We're all we're all hanging onto that red hair, man
3: as long as we can
4: all right thank you head coach Andy
3: Reed we come back Brian Cook will be with us as we're revving up getting ready for the Packers back after this you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football
2: now back to Mitch Holtis and the
3: kingdom show presented by bad boy mowers X. Crosby playing after being doubtful on the injured list he's a wide nine technique Chiefs will throw it third down and goal to go now Mahomes and throws it late, left side, caught, touchdown! Kansas City, Justin Watson on a third down and goal to go throw. We're back. At the hy V and the Wahlburgers inside the hy V, 64th Street in North Kansas City on your way to the airport just west of I-29, what a big night tonight. Huge crowd, rowdy crowd. And we are sold out, and we've got a very special guest tonight. A reminder, at Hy-Vee, you can uh, get everything you need for the holiday season, right? You got holiday, some of you used it during Thanksgiving, holiday parties coming up, you're going to be entertaining family, Hy-Vee can get you taken care of. Speaking of getting you taken care of, we're going to welcome to the kingdom right now with us, I'm going to set it up this way. Getting ready for the draft in 2022, a lot of you know Matt McMullen. I work with him every day, our senior team reporter. He sends me a video late at night and he goes, God, have you seen Cook from Cincinnati? I said, Yeah, I've watched him, but he goes, I'm going to send you a video. Then the day of the draft, I look up and I go, We got him. Tonight we got him. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Cook, number six. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? How y'all doing? The pride of Mount Healthy Ohio, the screaming <laughs> screaming owls, baby. We're going to get into that. But it's so exciting to have you here.
5: Absolutely. Glad to be here. Nice nice turnout. Oh, I love you guys. Appreciate you coming out.
3: This is what you hear when you're out on the field, yeah, right? No, this it's, is, it's, it's
5: nice. It's, it's nice. It's nice to see everybody's faces, actually face to face, you know what I'm saying? Underneath the helmet. But it, this is a dope experience for me. So I appreciate you, everybody, coming out, showing their love and support.
3: Thanks to all our staff who's helped make it happen. Sydney Glaze is here tonight. Andrew's here uh, also with, and Ryan with our security team and also Steven Spector uh, is here tonight. And of course, Shotgun Jackson, you can't do it without Shotgun Jackson. Uh, this game yesterday, man, 14-nil thinking, okay, hmm. But then outscoring them 31 to three, right?
5: <laughs> what about the turnaround? Uh, I mean, it came from the leadership, you know, um, obviously from great coach. We got Andy Reid, you know, talking to us, and then we got the great quarterback on our um, offensive side, Patrick Mahomes, and then Chris uh, on the defensive, defensive line getting guys together. We all came together for a come and go, and, you know, we know it was coming into, We know it was to be a battle. Um, obviously, you know, things didn't go away in the first half, but coming to the second half, we was able to, you know, with Coach, Tate, tighten the bolts, tighten the screws. Um so then we came out with a different result. You know, it was there's a nice dough we got for you guys. So appreciate the love and support, but you know it was a it's a fought bottle for sure.
3: What's awesome about this team is the fact that it does not turn on itself, it doesn't get down, you're down fourteen points. I've been asked all day long what were you thinking? I'm like, did you go to two Super Bowl parades where we were down ten points in the Super Bowl? Come on people. But the fact that you guys stay on it, like what was the sideline like after Josh Jacobs' run?
5: Yep. Uh, I mean, it was just, you know, our, our coach uh, preaches to us, you know, having a solid foundation, um, not, not, not budging, you know, rather it's extremes, which, you know, could be us we up going up 14, um, nothing or another extreme that we experienced, you know, going down 14, nothing, uh, but staying, you know, staying steady. So I think that was like, the key point that we had from the coaching staff and then obviously with the with the teammates we had, you know, being able to look each other in the, in the, in the face and be able to, uh, you know, fix the, fix the things we need to fix. Obviously, everything is correctable. Um, as you've seen second half, and then coming into it, just trusting one another Honestly, it was nothing too, too much, you know, magic behind it. it. was more just trusting the guy next to us to go out there on the field and do our job. Um, and then, I said, what you guys support, like, it's always, a, it's always a belief system. So, we definitely think we can get it done. Uh, we did it that week, and we can hope we can do it. We got the week after that, so.
3: And I saw it from the very first time I met this guy. The leadership that he has and has had throughout. We're going to get into this going all the way back. But your leadership and the fact that you've had more on your plate, your demeanor, the way you are, how big are you part of this is saying, hey, it doesn't matter if we're up 14, down 14, this is the way we're going to do things.
5: I mean, it's huge, you know, um, but I wouldn't say it's just me. You know, it's a it's a, it's a big. It's... Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's huge. You know, but it, it's not just me, though. It's, it comes from, you know, everybody it comes from up front. Just speaking just defense, it comes from up front, starting with them, the linebackers we have side on the sideline, how they play, and the DBs, you know, trying to control the airways and getting the ball down when it breaks free. Um, I think, you know, the defense as well as the organi- organization depends on us as a uh, DB group to be able to perform on those levels. Um, obviously, we had some mishaps in the first first half, um, able to fix things, coming, you know, getting things accord- working accordingly. Um, offense is able to bring the ball back down the field, score some points for us, but, you know, for me, as a – Defensive back. My first communications with my DBs. Uh, just telling like what we need to do as a uh, as a brotherhood. You know, coming in on the field. Because at the end of the day, you know, we gonna, we got Chris Jones. We got guys from. We got obviously you know Nick's hurt, but we got Drew coming in. Willie Gay. He r- side the sideline. You know, um, controlling the, the run for us. We gotta be make sure we control everything on the back end and help make sure they can depend on us any down. Um, so like I said, obviously we give up the, the 14 punch, especially the DB, DB group. We was a little off, um, but as I guess you say, a leader trying to get guys to come back together, to understand who we are, who we're trying to become for this year. And as you can say, we, we're putting something. Um, we be putting something great this year, you know, as as a DB group. So we're just trying to continue to work on that, continue to build off of that. But like I said before, it starts with the the solid foundation, the coach that instills us as, as as a defense um, moving forward. But yeah, no, it's it's a lot, but at the same time, you know, it's pressure. Pressure is definitely privilege. So for me, I just try to do my best I can to help guys. Revenant be lacking, you know, a lot of bullets be firing out there. So just making sure everybody's on the P- P's and Q's. But for me, just being in the right position, getting guys in line and going, going from there.
3: Again, Brian Cook, our guest tonight, number six. Coach calls <laughs> him the Cookie Monster. He said that? He said- oh, yeah, he said it on the air right before <laughs> you went <on. laughs> said- uh, So welcome to the Cookie Monster, right? Let's go back to Germany. Now, we have some folks here tonight who went to Germany, right? We got a bunch. All right, let's go back to Germany. Hmm. Let's see. Trent McDuffie strips the ball from Tyreek Hill. It goes into the arms of Mike Edwards, who flips it back to one Brian Cook. (laughs) Who who then runs, who then runs 21.31 miles per hour to the end zone. That is huge. It's also a way. Here you go, brother. I appreciate it. It's time to Put the hammer down, baby. <laughs> that's what, welcome to the kingdom, man. Appreciate this, it, man, so, appreciate it. Yes? What supposed to do with this? Ask your, no, you just, you just Oh, okay, so cool. So here's how it works. You don't hit the table. Yeah, no, I know. Only the, only the kickers hit the table. They screwed it up. So all, everybody else is smarter than the kickers, right? So you go, put the hammer down. McDuffie set the record. He got it within an eighth of an inch without hitting the table. So that's what you got to do tonight. <laughs> okay. miles an hour you'd get pulled over in a school zone my friend
5: yeah that's nice ain't it oh it's nice
3: that was that was huge how fun was it how cool was it and have you ever run that fast in your life
5: uh first it was dope second it was it was (laughs) no it was it was crazy honestly i know you guys seen it but for me i never i haven't seen it from you guys perspective from my scene i know what happened so it was a little different but it was definitely dope to see the video um second it was that's it the dope again <laughs> and, then, and then third yes actually i have run that fast uh i think that was a uh, you know when you guys got drafted when i got drafted honestly you know i had the surgery so i didn't have a time i have not have the ability to, to go run on the combine anything like that so i think that was a lot of things that people kind of had a uh a thumbs down for my speed and you know coach spaz believing me he i showed us my speed during um otas and during camp but then a time like that, it came out at a perfect time. Um, but you know, shout out, to, shout out to Trent, shout out to Mike for getting that place to kind of start it. I just try to take it from there and try to do something with it. But it's a beautiful thing we got on the defense, you know what I'm saying, just trusting me, And I think that play shows the amount of trust because, you know, it's definitely one of the players was like, no, 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 what are you doing? What are you doing? Go, 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 go. So it's just like, anyone that plays, so you know, Coach Bags probably had a mini heart attack, but you know, it was, it was dope. It was actually dope to uh, be able to get in the end zone and get something going for the, for the, uh, the team.
3: He also gave the voice to the chiefs of many heart attack but that's all no matter
5: <laughs> it was
3: all you're coming right to me i'm like keep coming man keep coming bro it was awesome to go 21 to point uh, nothing in that game but so fun uh your past is just fascinating to me in the fact that you have just kind of kept churning and working he is from mount healthy ohio mm-hmm.
5: okay cincinnati Ohio. cincinnati oh, yeah. well
3: you're up there in the north parts the north suburbs. <laughs> The Screaming Owls, man. I looked this up, uh, and so and you played offense too. You played both ways.
5: Yeah, I did. I played uh, I played quarterback originally a little bit, um, a little league. Then as I got older, I kind of played receiver, um, and then I, I didn't start playing corner or defense for that matter up into my junior year of high, uh, high school. My coach just put me to the sides. Like I need you to play. He plays corner. I was like, corner. I can't play no corner. I ain't play. I don't know. I play corner. So I just try <laughs> to figure it, play it out. Quarterback. Yeah. 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 No, I play receivers. So I was like, but I figured it out. You know, it kind of translated. And I, you know, obviously know my history. So I went to Howard, played corner there, and I transferred to safety um, at UC, and that's you know what you guys see, see now. So it's a multi-dynamic player. I Try to just be the best I can be. But one thing I always tell the guys on defense, like, bro, if we get the ball in our hands, we have to make something make, make something happen with it. Cause very we with the ball in our hands, you know what I mean. So. As a defense i think those that really become great you find a way to not only you know get a get a turnover but also can tr- create points um but any defense you see they create points so the best we can do that you know uh, eliminate some some uh some stress off of, of a patch even though obviously he, he can do with the best of them but eliminate some stress put some points on the board for him it's always a great thing
3: but he has only one college offer coming out and now you to understand <laughs> it's a really good high school David yeah.
5: Montgomery went to your school, right? He did, actually. He did. The running back yeah. of the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions. Yeah, that's, that's He went to your school. That's Big Bro. Uh, he was, he was dynamic, man. Honestly, he played quarterback. But seeing what he do now, when you see, you see now, is exactly what he does. Like at high school, it just, everybody was smaller, so it looked more intimidating. But I mean, he still is a, you know, a good, good looking guy. He still got the. The speed, the power, you know what I'm saying, like that. But he's definitely um, one of the guys that coming to my rookie year, I kind of try to talk to, see how the ropes was. But he's been looking after me ever since I stepped foot into the, the NFL. So I, big shout-out to him. You know, he's actually from the crib, so it's always love for him. But obviously, you know, we, he gave me an L my first week, and that was my birthday week. So we, it's, a little, it's a little smoke with that. But, you know, it's all its all love, though. It's all love. He's doing great, so shout-out to him. But, you know, it's, it's basically big bro to me. Did you have to tackle him in high school football. Yeah, practice? I did. How'd that, <laughs> How'd that go? I mean, you know, you, you see people struggling with it now. It's the same thing. <laughs> it was—he's a, a horse, man. But it's nice though. It's just nice, you know, getting to this point now. We obviously grown, um, but seeing how you know people still struggle. You know, at one point, I think at Ohio, Iowa, Iowa, State, they called him the human joystick at one point because um, he had so many broken tackles. But now he's—he he's showcases the same thing he did in college. So I said, big shout out to him. He's putting on for the city. I've just been trying to follow his footsteps up ever since.
3: And then you played for this coach. I was looking him up. Uh, Crouch, Kirby Crouch, Crouch, yeah, Kirby <laughs> yeah, Crouch. Guy. And that sounds like some like
5: chomping on a cigar. Like
3: <laughs> you know, it sounds like Joe Cullen. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Is, it, yeah, is yeah, he yeah. like a Joe He's Cullen exactly type like a dude? Exactly, Joe
5: Cullen for sure. Uh, my bad. Oh, old school guy. Um, very old school. He. Um, Definitely, you know, getting in your face and things like that. But I think overall, the thing he tried to teach us to was, you know, always have, you know, uh, a little bit of grit to you, a little bit, have a little bit of a of a bite to you. Not that you really need it, but more just a situation that, like, you know, you never know what life would hit at you. You never know what, what life would throw at you. But having to be able to respond, you know, be able to, to fight for which it is that you want or you're trying to desire. You know, we came from a small school or the vision was, was Division three. Um So with that, you know, competition we would play, we'd be a little bit more, a little more on the high end when it came to like playoffs, but in our, you know, conference a little different, but that was really harped on every day of practice. And then obviously, you know, with David leading the way, we kind of just followed his footsteps. And then my senior year it kind of just took that to a whole different level. Um, being that, definitely like a Joe Cullen for sure, like old school guy. <laughs> uh, I think he's, uh, I he's at Hamilton right now coaching, so he's pretty good. I think he did a pretty good job there. Shout out to him. Yeah, he definitely old school like Joe Kelly. It's funny though you say that because I didn't realize that until now. Like when you say that, I really realized like it's, they're very similar. They're very similar, so it's dope. It's,
3: uh, RV Crouch, okay? <laughs> RV is huge. When we come back, there's more to this fascinating guy. Again, Brian Cook is our guest tonight here at the Chiefs' Kingdom. We'll wedge you in here if you're driving by. We're at the Wahlburgers inside of the High V on 64th Street in the Northland, uh, just off I-29. Just west of I-29. We'll be back with more from Brian Cook after this. uh, You're on the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network. Now back to Mitch Holtis and the Kingdom Show. Presented by Bad Boy Mowers. 9.23 to go, third quarter. 14-14 tied. Chiefs first and goal to go at the one. Pacheco will go in the middle. He's in the end zone. Touchdown, Kansas City. And Pop has popped it twice in the sweet nectar. And the Chiefs have their first lead of the game on their third consecutive drive for a touchdown one of your uh, 2022 pledge class brethren of your draft class the popmeister getting two of those uh yesterday man he is relentless uh the way he runs brian cook is with us tonight ladies and gentlemen chief safety number six one of the things i love about bc is the way he gets ready for games now uh I do a show called Field Pass, which is live on Facebook with Matt McMullen down on the field. He will walk by me, and it's like, beware of dog. Don't talk to him. <laughs> Don't even get close to him. It's just like he's in a. Tell us about your pregame ritual. It's so cool.
5: Um, so yeah, I mean, first I would go in, and I'd bring out from the car to the, the thing. i will go in, um, change my clothes, whatever, and just walk out there. Depending on the weather, I might go out there with like no socks on. It, it all depends. little little thing I have. I instantly walk out, make a right, this to my airhead, obviously. Make a right and go straight down the field and just can do a whole lap. So I do two laps total. Um, the first lap, I just go back around. The I manager don't talk, don't do anything, just just walking, you know, just laser focused on what you really say anything. I know I see everybody, hey, cook. I know, but I'm just, you know, I'm trying to really get into that mood. Um, but as I'm walking, I'm just thinking to myself, listening to music and just being present. Also thanking God for who I am, you know, you don't know what. You know where I'll be without the ball, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Give me some noise. Uh but yeah, I don't know where I would be without that brown ball. So that just that walk is just for me, and myself, you know what I'm saying? Just for that you know, all the the work hours we have. But two walks is all I need. I go to the two walks. second walk through I'll gum, I'll come back to the on on our side of the goal post and do a figure eight. So I come and I'll walk right in the middle of the field, all the way down to the other goal post, figure eight, all the way out to the goal, other goal post and then I'll finish my my lap. And at the 50 yard line, make a go left, um, walk straight across. Same thing, you said, staring, I'm not, I'm not listening to anything, straight music, not really saying anything to anybody. Um, and then come back around, and I go sit on the bench and just sit. At that time, I'll probably just be quiet and I'll, um, call my mom, you know, for that matter, you know, just call who I need to call. Um, and then after that, I'll just kind of just being present, but give thanks to her, give thanks to those who have helped me, um, and then just kind of go with my thing. But that's my first little thing after that, I go back, and I'm, now I'm. I'm, I'm in my mood, so I'm ready. I'm ready to get, get ready. I'm ready to get the get work.
3: Love it. That is so awesome. And he'll walk. That is huge. He'll walk right by me, look right through me. I'm like, no, man, stay, stay away from him, man. Beware of dog. Just let him walk, that he's going to go do all this stuff. Uh, so it's so cool to see it. But it's not, it's not always been easy for you. You have had to gut it out and fight it. Um, the time at Howard, what that did for you, and then you go to UC, and then you kind of blow up your senior year, but it's this has never been easy for you at any step of the way. And actually, uh, Coach Crouch mentioned that when we drafted you, and mm-hmm. so did your UC coach. Yeah, they said the same thing. You're getting something special with this guy because he will work his tail off. Yeah. What about every stage for you?
5: Uh, I mean, so you like start off even back at high school um, with RV. Like he he knows that I didn't play receiver. You know, said so I was a little different. And then um, I played corner in my first. First year playing corner angle, I, too, I, I couldn't stand it. Like I didn't, I, I don't like people catching the ball with me. So that's a little thing I kind of had, just being competitive. So I think my first year, I, I got I got, I got scored on a big game. After that, I kind of just like, turned a whole different person. So of that off season, I, I finally put some work in, started you know, looking at videos, to how to really play the position. Um, and then going into that, I kind of got that year, my senior year, just kind of, I guess make a name for myself. I got an only offer from Howard, so th- it took a chance on me. Went there. I had some some amazing coaches that to this day I still hold them dear in my heart. You shout out to Kato June, start the Rosalind Allen. The guys that definitely helped me out. Um, I think Cato right now he's coaching for the Indian the Colts, mm-hmm. um, and then Rosalind is coaching DBs at uh, Wim uh, not Women uh, Mary mm-hmm. in Virginia. Um, so there were some close guys that I had in my heart that helped me put the position um, and just give me Ps and cues about certain things. And just after that, I kind of used that for my raw ability. Um, and then going into my my junior year, I think I transferred to UC. Um, that's where I, obviously I met the coaches there and everything like that. But when I went there, it was kind of just I don't know, it was a little different. When I first went there, I kind of I broke my ankle like literally the first spring, and it, it, it definitely sucked for me because I'm so used to being active. Active even though I was younger, my mom she didn't she couldn't find anything to put me in. Um, so me having to sit down in that boot for, for, or the calves for months at a time, it was it was some dark nights. But I think just continued just trying to put work in I, I and mean, even the coach kind of saw me like on the time of the spring ball, the spring practices, like i would be on sign doing push-ups, um, trying to pass the time back because it was just like I couldn't do anything about it. Um, but eventually I, I kind of got used to it, kind of got accustomed to it. I figured it was a you know, time for me to kind of just slow down and kind of just really grasp what it is because it was a different um, aspect, different coaching staff, different... Um, overall just system, you know what I mean? So as I continued to develop in that, I didn't really start popping, um, until my senior year, but my, my, ba- my, my, game that really got me to, to the point where I am, um, before my senior year was a game against Georgia. We went against Georgia against my Chick, uh, Chick-fil-A bowl. So like Malik, here, uh, he knows about that. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> no, nah, so I played, played them my, my, my junior year, um, balled out my first time starting. um, after that, I kind of transpired into my senior year. Um, but it's constantly just trying to figure things out and then um obviously the guys know that like, i work so my first injury was the ankle within my senior year i took my labor in probably like week eight of the season so yeah it was just it was tough and i had to, I had to sit and think to myself like do i want to surgery now and be able to to compete um in the the combine or the, uh you know the um what's the thing called i, I forgot the, mo- the mobile thing
3: uh senior bowl
5: senior bowl yes yeah. so i got invited to that um couldn't participate in that but I had a decision to make: Do I want to get it fixed or participate in that, or finish the rest of the season out? So I decided to, you know, can strap it up, with my boys, figure it out, and um, put a little brace on. And next thing you know, we in the college playoff, making history. So it was a, it was sacrifice I made, but in a, in the bigger scheme of things, I think it kind of helped mold me. Um, after that, I obviously went to, I got drafted by you guys, so I definitely, definitely got love for it. It wasn't, a, yeah, yes yeah, sir, yes yeah, sir, yes yeah, sir. <laughs> Yes, sir. Wasn't able to, um, it was kind of funny though. I didn't have any testing, you know, I didn't have anything, so I had a lot of doubts coming in, like, well, is this, can, can this guy perform? Can he do this? And I think that's my whole draft process. People kept asking me questions about things that I actually, I really couldn't do. Like, uh, I couldn't bench, I couldn't see how strong I was or how fast I was. But mm-hmm. I think overall, like I said before, I took a chance on me in the second round. So after that, I just kind of do what I, what, what I can and get back on the field. Um, I obviously the. You know, Rick, he put me on like on a on a back burner for a while because of my shoulder, so I couldn't I couldn't be doing too much. But I'm you know constantly trying to fight, trying to fight. In my senior year, I have little bumps and bruises, just trying to figure things out. Um, and then you know, I would go down to that to that one play, that got us to the to the Super Bowl. So I think you know throughout that season, just the camaraderie with the guys and then me trying to fight. I think that play, it, the play for y'all is history, but for me, it was a, it was a big moment for me because I felt like I finally okay, like established something about what I can bring. You know. um, and then obviously we win the Super Bowl, so that transpires. And then now we here in the season and just trying to figure out my new role, my new identity. Um, but you not every every day is a fight. You know, every 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 day we wake up on Earth, it's not just me. there's everybody that comes in here, like everybody's a fight. Even my guy was walking up here, like seeing how how hard he was fighting just to get to the picture. Like everything we go through is a fight. You know what I'm saying? Nah, for real, honestly. Because at one point we're gonna all be like that. We're gonna be like that to the point you might need help walking. That's totally fine. Don't be don't be don't be sad about that. You know, because everything we, we fight through is worth having. But yeah, be able to fight. I think for me that was the biggest thing coming from a small town, not really having anything, didn't didn't have any stars, or anything coming out, and now here I am competing the best of them. Like I just try to continue to bring that that, that enthusiasm to the field. Um, and my biggest thing honestly is just it ain't about me though. It's about seeing the guys next to me compete seeing the guys next to me, you know, strive and, and be great, seeing how the guys playing and at a high level. Like it's all love on my end. Like I just try to do the best I can, but it's not about me at all.
3: Brian Cook, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to let him go, but it's time to get after the Packers. It's time for number six in this defense to put the hammer down. Thank you, Brian Cook. Appreciate it. Appreciate right. it. Appreciate it. The proud amount of healthy screaming owls. We'll be back to wrap things up after this year, listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football.
2: Now back to Mitch Holtis and the kingdom show presented by bad boy mowers.
3: Welcome back. As we wrap things up tonight from here at 64th Street, uh, the Wahlburgers located inside of the High uh, V. Here we go, there we are, now we're back and cooking. Uh, cooking, get that? Uh, Brian Cook, how good is Brian Cook? What a tough, awesome dude. And the fact that he is now leading this team uh, and the defense, what we did not mention, he was 3-6. he was an academic All-American at the University of Cincinnati and Howard in digital media collaboration. He is going to be CEO of a company someday. I hope you kind of saw that and we'll all invest in his company or at least buy whatever he's selling because uh, I'll buy whatever Brian Cook is selling right now. He's just part of that fantastic 2022 uh, draft class and what a job he has done this year. All right, get ready for the Packers. It is Sunday night football. It is the Green Bay Packers and every game now uh, in this AFC, which is crazy. It, there's no margin for error. We've got to get this done. Uh, we won up there in 2003. We've only been up there five times in history in the regular season. We've been up there in the, uh, in the uh, preseason some, so we got to go get ready to beat the Packerbackers. But thanks for uh, coming out tonight and being such an awesome crowd. A reminder, use hy V for all of your uh, holiday needs with family and otherwise. Next week, we're in Shawnee. Shawnee, the uh, Monday after Sunday night football. Thanks to Brian Cook. Thanks to all of you on the Kansas City Chiefs radio network. You've been
1: listening to the Chiefs Kingdom Show presented by Bad Boy Mowers. Bad Boy Mowers, proud partner of the Kansas City Chiefs. Chiefs Kingdom is Bad Boy Country. Mow with an attitude. And by High V, the world's best tailgating begins at High V proud official grocery sponsor of the Kansas City Chiefs you're listening to exclusive coverage of Chiefs football you've been listening to the Chiefs Kingdom show
2: every Monday night starting at six from your local area Ivy store presented by the Kansas Lottery dream bigger for continuing Chiefs coverage stay tuned to 610 sports radio throughout the week to hear exclusively from Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, Derek Johnson, Mitch Holtis, and Dana Hughes. And if you miss the show, check out the podcast page at 610sports.com on your official broadcast partner of the Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
1: This is the Kansas City Chiefs Radio Network.